podcast mini-series from the Financial Services Council. I'm your host, Andy McLean, and this episode, I'm speaking with the Chief Executive of the FSC, Sally Lone. Hi, Sally. Hi, Andy. Uh, Sally, there's a huge amount squeezed into a single day at the Life Insurance Summit the other day. Um, but overall, like, how did you find it? It was great for everyone to be getting together again, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a lot of excitement in the room, people who haven't actually seen each other physically for a year. So it was fantastic. I think colleagues really, really enjoyed just the fact that we could get together safely. And uh, a lot of people came to dinner uh, on the night, which was another really good celebration, I think. And it was quite a rare opportunity because we managed to get not only uh, Minister Jane Hume, but also Shadow Minister Stephen Jones along uh, to the summit. So we got to hear both sides. Um, What were the main takeaways that you took from that? Yeah, it was great to get both uh, Jane Hume and Stephen Jones there. Uh, We normally do get the Minister in the shadow, um, but getting them together on the same day just post-COVID was terrific. Um, And really, uh, I thought both of their uh, contributions were really positive. We've been through a pretty tough time in life insurance in the sort of the regulatory setting. Um, We've had the Royal Commission, but to hear both the Minister and the Shadow Minister saying some very positive things about life insurance, I think was pretty affirming on the day. Um, The Minister made uh, a couple of announcements which were pretty much music to our ears. Um, First of all, she talked about the whole issue of legacy products, which have really dogged our sector financial services for a very, very long time. When I say decades, I really mean decades. It sounds like the government's going to tackle this one. We've made submission after submission for the last 15 years. This year, we offered up a solution, which we think can... the setting up of a special tribunal to deal with a lot of the legal issues around legacy products. This, we hope, will be announced very soon. She wouldn't say it was in the budget, but we're, we're hoping so. Uh, the other piece of information she talked about was the, the life insurance framework, or LIF. Um, that's going to be moved into the quality of advice review, which is being done by Treasury. Uh, again, very welcome from our point of view, because it means we don't have to do multiple different submissions to, to multiple agencies. So a bit of alignment and a bit of efficiency is, is very welcome. Stephen Jones, who's our Shadow Minister again, um, said some positive things about the sector. Um, He also said he welcomed our Green Paper on advice, which was very good to hear. We've just set out quite a few big, bold ideas on advice, including um, obviously advice for life insurers. He he said he liked uh, the breaking down of the definitions into simple and complex advice. He said these definitions had been around uh, for, for a long time as recommendations and it was really good that we were actually um, putting them up again. So yeah, he said he wanted to talk about the life insurance frame, framework with us. Um, Labor's position on commissions is pretty well known, but he did say to us, convince me that you still do um, need life insurance commissions uh, on policies. So that's a challenge for us and for the industry, but we're definitely up for that. The conference, of course, took place on Life Insurance Awareness Day, which, of course, was no coincidence. Now, the purpose of that is to promote the important role of life insurance in protecting Australians uh, and their families. 
What would you say are the key messages that you'd like to get across to the community when it comes to life insurance, Sally? Well, to really think about it for a start, I think a lot of people don't even know they've got life insurance in their superannuation, for example. So I think that's that's so valuable for Australians. You know, we've got this almost universal system, which is, which is really, really um, valuable. Uh, and to think about getting other life insurance, particularly when they go through sort of stages of their lives where they might buy a house or get married or have a family to really think about the value that life insurance can deliver it's certainly peace of mind for a lot of people Um, and the stories where life insurance has really helped families completely overwhelm some of the uh, more negative stories that we hear but overwhelmingly we want people when they think about life insurance to think about that as a as something that's really beneficial for them other highlights to, that you sort of took away from the, from the day? I mean, there was a heck of a lot packed in, but what really stood out for you, Sally? Yeah, I sat through every session and I took something away from every session. And we think about putting these together very carefully. And the theme of the day was sustainability. And uh, there's been some a lot of red ink flowing around life insurance uh, P&L for the last couple of years, which is not the way anybody wants it. Um, we can't keep going, um, paying out uh, on policies when, uh, when companies, life insurance companies are bleeding red ink. So the sustainability of the sector is something that everybody has to have a look at. Um, and there are some. There was quite a lot of uh, talk yesterday about, you know, may, uh, producing different products uh, that were more consumer friendly. There was a lot of talk about the the regulatory um, sort of knot around life insurance and about advice in general. That's something that we're trying to address because regulatory legislation and regulation come at a huge compliance cost. There are a lot of lawyers in life insurance. Um, it's a growing part of uh, part of the sector. There was a lot of talk sort of looking into the future as well, which is great because so often we get bogged down by the present. But looking into the future, we had some of our executives, um, for instance, Brett Clark talked about, you know, why can't we now start looking at the Life Insurance Act? It's uh, We were set up in 1995. Is it still fit for purpose? We would argue probably not. Let's have a look at it. And, and other people, um, including you know other leaders like Damien Mew and Simon Swanson, were sort of looking at things like, does life insurance sort of still fit into the wealth sector or could it fit into the health insurance sector? Because a lot of life insurance is about protection uh, for, our, for our health if we have an accident or you know we can't return to work for whatever reason. So that really stood out for me, that sort of looking into the future. Another big part of the day was always the fact that we need to really do something as a society about mental health. Mental ill health is now one of the biggest sources of claim for conditions like total and permanent disability, TPD. That's something that really is a reflection on the scourge of mental ill health in our society. Uh, life insurers didn't cause this, it's showing up in our data, uh, and we need to be, I guess, the canary in the coal mine saying to society, we've got to try and make make sure that people don't fall into mental ill health all the way along their lives. So that was another big part which really stood out for me. You referred there, Sally, to the conversations around the future, and as you walked away from the summit... How do you feel? Do you feel a sense of optimism? Do you think that the industry is in a good place? And do you think that the next few years are, are going to be prosperous? 
I do actually. I, I don't know whether it was just the the fun of all getting together again, but I did feel I did feel a lot more uplifted after the summit. I felt the mood in the room was reflected mine. I think people are now sort of struggling through the thickets. They can see the other side. We've got some big, still some big issues to deal with. But the fact that uh, now it's almost a burning platform for a lot of companies, they have to wrestle with a lot of big issues. And it could be, you know, the way forward could be a lot better. I hope we've got to that point. It certainly felt like it, especially when people were looking out, looking at the horizon, looking at the next five to ten years. That's a good note to end on then, Sally. Is that a bit of work ahead then, hey? A lot of work, always in life insurance, but uh, it's it's very gratifying. And I've I've got to say, you know, we've got a great team here at the FSC looking after the interests of our life insurance members. Lovely. Sally, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for listening to this episode of the FSC podcast mini-series. We hope you enjoyed it. To hear from more industry thought leaders and change makers, check out the other episodes in this series. And to make sure you don't miss any future FSC episodes, simply subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a comment and a rating. In the meantime, thanks very much for listening and goodbye for now. Thank you.